0: Thank you.
1: Supercoach finals are here, I am Paulie G with you for another Tuesday night to take you through head to head and also the last month of overall and I've got Ryan MS back from assignment, being on assignment, how are you mate?
0: Yeah, pretty good mate yourself, good, good, Um, we we saw
1: saw some pretty pretty good footy over the weekend, pretty attacking footy, particularly the Sunday game but all,
0: all round there was lots happening. Yeah, oh, I thought it was a really good quality round. Actually, very entertaining, um, barring maybe one or two games, and that's pretty good this stage of the year.
1: Yeah, that, that bottom four, no one wants to get the spoon. I think that we had three winners out of four, and the other one, the Cowboys, lost by six. So we're in it right yeah, to, to the very last. Yeah, It's
0: good.
1: Let's look at the best four round twenty-one, and it was a team. A guy from the losing team. Joey Lailua that topped the pop. Supercoach-wise, 121 for him. Tyrone Peachy, Jason Tamalalo, both on 112. And a lot of three figures here. Luke Brooks, 111. Damien Cook, 110. Sean Lane and Corbin Sims, 109. Sims doing his Blake Austin impression, but in the first half when he came on the field in that that game on Thursday night. Didn't help the the Broncos, however. Aidan Guerra, 107. Josh Adakar. Uh, What a game he had, 101, Daly Cherry Evans, 100. Um, Some massive scores, Ryan, now's the time when we've waited all year for some of these guys, you know, is in the 90s as well, you know, Leilua we mentioned, Um, Nathan Cleary, high 80s, Clint Gutherson in the mid-90s. A lot of these guys that we know can do it are starting to, um, right when it's hitting finals and suddenly and Winger doesn't look Look so difficult
0: to pick. No, absolutely. all of a sudden you've got a little bit of choice sneaking in there. Um, unfortunately, um you'll have limited trades by the end of the year. <laughs> but um that's, you know, that's that's the way it's going this year. And that's fine. Look, I mean, that's there's saw some good quality football, as we mentioned before. Um, had ten scores of a hundred or over, and then had another um, seven scores of ninety or over. So that's um It's a pretty impressive round, really.
1: Yeah, and a lot of these guys, big fluctuations in price now. So, again, the new salary cap, the new change has has inflated the differences week to week. So, suddenly, you're looking eyeing off a guy, I'll just wait one week. Oh, it's too late now. So, you've got to be so um, decisive with your trades uh, when you want to bring, if you want to bring guys in to pretty much get them in um, while you can afford them Unless you know, you, you're sure they won't, uh, they sort of not go well. Like Cameron Munster, I think. Predictor again, we mention it all the time, but keep checking it. Keep checking, checking the Dominator. We know Angus Crichton shuts down all left halves. He did it with Munster, so they're the sort of things we need to know going in. If we can wait a week, or if no, it's actually an average matchup, or or it's a, it's a very favourable matchup. Bring him in now. Um, let's look at the injuries. Um, <laughs> couple of season enders Corey Thompson Adam Dewey both out for the season um, Paul Vaughan well he fell awkwardly on his right leg um, in that game against the Warriors um, certainly some people were saying what exactly it was um, the St. George of the War ahead of Athletic Performers Nathan Pickwood saying it's a syndesmosis injury Pat's favourite so four weeks is, is what um, Pickwood's saying and we know with Pat syndesmosis, if it is indeed, which he is somewhat sceptical about, but four to six, is he saying. And Tevita Pangai, not a lot of information on this one. We know that Pat talked a bit about it last week. We didn't sort of get too much more for him um, to help us out tonight, but we'll try to keep watching it and putting some tweets up. He hasn't been, um, he's been named, but only in the 21 this week. Um, NRL Physio, I think, had tweeted out about him being unlikely to play. So there are some issues Um, There, the hamstring and the groin that he's been nursing. So we may see him not play um, this round as well. So that's a blow for Tavita, Pangai Jr. owners. And that is uh, the injury report for this week. Thanks to Kujibay Health and Injury Care, of course. If you live in the Sydney region, give Pat a call. Go visit him. We highly recommend it. Not just sporting injuries, back and neck as well. And, of course... 20% discount on your first visit if you click on our link from our website, www.supercoachpros.com. All right, time to move on to the team changes now. North Queensland, um, Corey Jensen comes in for Sean Fensom who's out injured, and a couple of reserves added um, there in Ethan Lowe and Geller Mosby. Brisbane is the interesting one here in this game. Josh Maguire is suspended, but as we mentioned earlier, Pangai dropped to the reserves along with Jordan Kahu. David Fafita's the new right edge. Joe and Goway will start at lock. Gemmahat Shibasaki earns a shot in the centres. Darius Boyd shifting back back to full-back with Jermaine Asako onto the wing, Tagatizi and Patrick Margot come on the bench. Ryan, what do you make of of these further adjustments by Wayne Bennett, um, David Feta, you know, the, the guy drop and of course he's switching around in the outside backs?
0: Yeah, look, I was surprised that they did the switch in the first place. Um, I think in the, the way the team has been structured, I thought Asako was going really, really well on the wing um, and I thought he'd like he still um, went well at fullback, but just not quite, um, yeah, didn't quite have the same impact. I, I didn't think. Um, Saki in the, um, in the center. Well, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of wraps on him. Um, so he could be the, could be the key to open up. And in the forwards, that's the, that is the interesting thing. Look, obviously um, Pangai Jr. is, he has to be under a big injury cloud. Um, but, David Fafita has just taken it all in his stride um, and there's no problems there. Um, it's the thide, uh at prop. He's surely not going to play too many minutes there. So there's going to be a lot of, um, a lot of rotation between Sims, uh, Mago and Tagertizzi for sure.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if pango ends up still playing somehow, some way. So yeah, I think can- Katani Stags could be the guy that misses out. And Pangon might start at yep. the bench. I'm not sure. Um, we mentioned Dewey gone for the year for Souths. Richard Kenner is back. A long layoff for him. He'll go on the wing with Homel Hunt going back to the centres. Keegan grave is back for the Titans, while... Um, Jerry Marshall King and David Clemmer return for the Dogs Jamin Salmon's getting a shot in the halves for Parramatta despite their victory last week Brad Arthur switching it up a bit Corey Norman goes to full back Clint Gutherson to the centres Jared Hayne to the wing with Will Smith coming back on the bench Brevin, Bevan French goes to the reserves in the same game Blake Laurie will come onto the bench with Lisa Naumar starting for the absent Paul Vaughan What do you make of that Parramatta
0: situation Ryan um, quite a lot of adjustments there yeah, that's a little bit weird, I reckon. Um, having said that, last game against the Titans, they were swapping around during the game. Um, but the Gutherson at the centre thing doesn't really do much for me personally. But I'm glad young Salmon gets a shot um, at 5'8". Um, Corey Norman at fullback, well, he can rove around and we know what he can do there. Um, but look, I, I think one of the main reasons that Parramatta did well last week was um, actually Tim Manor and um, Nathan Brown. Yeah. So. Those two guys—they started really um, pushing, pushing up um, in the forwards, and Maroa and Nakore was um, well; they were, they were both um, pretty hard to handle on the edge as well. So, I think that's where, it, that's where it stems from for the Eels, and they seem to have a lot of guys in their team who, um, yeah, can interchange because um, Hayne on the wing. I mean, he popped up in the middle of the field quite a bit as well, so yeah, and the other side you just of never the field know what with that try assist, yep, so it's just a yeah I think Parameter are playing with a bit of freedom now that they've got um they know that uh there's no finals, and I think they're um yeah just trying just trying some things to loosen it up um. Malakai Wateni, is the, the
1: guy that will place Corey Thompson. But it should be known that Maho Fanua is potentially a late inclusion because he has been named in at 21 if he can pass a fitness test. And Sulasi Vinavala back for the Storm. That same game, Josh Dugan, who did play last week on the wing, has been named again on the, on the wing. He'll play right wing. Valentine Holmes retaining the fullback position. Let's look at the predicted best for round 22. And Reese Martin, uh, 92 Against Manly, we know even in uh, with Manly winning games, like they did against the Sharks, still opportunities for Cronulla um, for certain players. Wade Graham, I think, got 97, the left-back edge, um, left back rower. So Reece Martin playing the same role there. Good opportunities for him. He's kicking goals as well. Could be a high scorer regardless of what happens. But teams playing, as Ryan said earlier, with a bit of freedom. Nathan Cleary, 87. Well, the spine. Anyone... In the spine against the Titans, that has that upside um, could do very, very well there. Um, Gold Coast didn't really show up this week, just gone. So we saw some big Supercoach scores posted against them, as we have for much of, I think, the last three years now. Tommy Jorowicz is right up there in that same manly Bulldogs game that we expect will be high scoring. Damien Cook is also in on this list. Andrew McCulloch, we know Cowboys have consistently given up above average to um, hookers, to, I think. Um, Jake Friend got 60, which is well above his average this year, um, last week against them. Sam Burgess, Jake Jabrovich, Josh Hodgson, some of the regulars there. and Peachy, um, he hasn't looked too bad at fullback, right? 112 last week. And we know that fullback's like playing against the Gold Coast.
0: Yeah, no, he's absolutely killing it there. Um, it seems anyone they put in the number one that Penrith um, does really well. Um, and then the Peach is no different. I I think he's probably primed for a pretty big one this weekend, I'd say, Um, given uh, the point-scoring prowess of the Panthers and um, their new um, coaching situation. Yeah, that's a real test for them. Um, We'll know
1: pretty quick if the players are behind this move or not because if they come out and blitz it, we know they're happy. If they come out under, we know they're not happy. Um, Manasseh Fainu, I should say, 72 as well, Uh, Lachlan Fitzgibbon, also 72, Angus Crichton, you and Aitken, Aitken's been very quiet of late, Um, coming against Parramatta, the Dragons have a chance to get their season back on track, but it could go the other way too, the way matter Playing the price rises for round 23 or going into round 23, look this way. Um, again, Nathan Cleary, we talked about guys going well up in price. He's expected to go up over 50000 So if you don't own him and you're looking at your halves and you're looking at guys like Sean Johnson and Gareth Widdop, who have been a bit underwhelming of late, Nathan Cleary's probably the guy to bring in. Or if AJ Brimson has continued to go, well, and he's sat on your bench and you want to upgrade and you know, downgrade another position, you could do that too. Um, the likes of Manasi Fainu, who we just mentioned, and Tyrone Peachy are in this list as well. Cohen Hess, Corbin Sims, um, Jonathan Thurston. I guess that would be a bit of a left-field one, Ryan, but what do you make of JT making a run of it in his final month of NRL football?
0: Yeah, um, it's almost like... if. People stuck with him all through the year and then had to eventually get rid of him because he just wasn't performing. Now, now, um, the last couple of games, he's really um, come forth and um, took control um, and, you know, created some really good things, scored some tries. Uh, yeah, geez, be a, I think it would be probably be a very good point of difference at this stage.
1: Yeah, it'd be a big risk. If you have trades. Like, geez,
0: a trade, maybe it's a big,
1: big risk. Yeah. Um, of the price drops, the most notable name on there is Ryan James. Um, not really too sure. We'll probably talk about that when we get to the tweets, Ryan, but but that's going to be a tough one, what we do with, with Ryan James. And, of course, the two-round price rises similar in there. Maloney, I think's in there as well as some of the others that we mentioned earlier. And we're keeping an eye on Jamin Salman, of course, because he'll hit his third game, but at this stage of the season not really looking at, you need need to make any more money um, but of course get all the information from the app, If you should already have it downloaded on your phone and this is the time of year finals if you're in overall the last month you're pushing for maybe a top 1000 finish a top 1% finish use that information, as we've been saying the last few weeks it's got the final few rounds on it so I think now we're down to the last four so Rounds 22 to 25 in order of highest to lowest. So utilize that as well. And of course, if for some reason you don't have the app, you still still time. A few weeks left to get it. Um, still time. Still time. www.supercoachpros.com or just go to Google Play or the uh, Apple Store and type in Supercoach Pros 2018. And you'll find it. Um, Ron, I think you got the tweets uh,
0: there for us. Um, what do we got? for I do. Today. um look so first one, uh, well we've got probably a double um, from Timmy Moss, um, he says, looking for the last center spot he thinks um Val Holmes or a pod in BJ or Peachy yeah, right um, I like Holmes
1: because he's kicking the goals now, but it is a safe, probably a safer option. Leilua's been the one for the Raiders Has really stood up. I think we spoke about how Canberra about a month ago and said, you know, oh, I was quite bullish on having Raiders players and I brought in Croker and that, you know, that's typified my season really. Um, <laughs> he went down. So, got the wrong guy, but Rapina and Leilua have gone bananas. Um, especially last week, the, the pair of them cracked the 200 combined. Um, so... Yeah, that it's not bad. Um, I know we just spoke about Peachy Ryan. What do you? I mean, what do you make of, of the fact of him going back to fullback? Is is he going to stay there? Is that you know there's a new coach now? Does that turn you off? It. What what do you
0: think? Um, look, I would probably pick. Our, look, Peachy. If Penrith gets some players back, there's every chance that he goes to be the um, sub player on the bench again um, that he played for quite a bit of the year. Um, So there's a little bit of danger there. BJ is probably the better of the pods in that because you know he's going to get the full game and you know that he's in decent form at the moment. Um, But if it was me, um, Holmes is the the guy that I'd be looking at. Um, At the moment, he is pretty much on fire. He had a quiet game last week and he still scored, um, I think it was sixty. Plus nearly seventy. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. I think he, I think he still got quite a good score. Might have been sixty-seven from memory.
0: Yeah, um, and that, and that wasn't, wasn't a good game for him. He started he on fire, and, and then he kind yep. of faded out, much like the sharks did. <laughs> um, the second, the second part for uh, Timmy Moss was he asked, uh, do I, does he play Arrow over James? That was. Um, the last week question as well um, that we didn't get to, but um, I'm thinking. Well, Arrow that, came we talked good, about
1: James. Before Arrow came good, didn't he? And he we did. said he that really with the ribsing last week, we said he's going to come good. You just got to give him a little bit of time. We saw Matt Lodge. I mean, how good is Matt Lodge going now? He's churning him out. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think. So. Yeah. I think Jai Arrow. Ja, I think Ryan James. He's. I don't I don't really know where you go with Ryan James from here. I I don't foresee
0: any more big scores out of him for the rest of the year. No, I think if you have him and you have no more trades then he just sits on your bench looking pretty um while you play two other yes, front rowers. If he doesn't score a try, he just doesn't score enough points. Yeah, and especially uh, when the Titans aren't going great, um like they had a couple of up games and last week was a down game and um, yeah, he barely was noticed and um, subsequently scored hardly anything either. Um, next question from Under the Radar. So, uh, Cam Smith, Andrew Fafita, sit them or start them? He's <laughs> saying he's going to sit them. What do you think of that? Cam-
1: Andrew Fafita went off with a HIA and couldn't come back on. So we can give him yeah. Let's move, you know, we can give him the through to the keeper for that game. That was a shocker yep. one round before your finals, I know. I know because he's in my team. Cameron Smith I moved on from, I think, the week that Damien Cook came back from origin. Now I should have had Cook the whole time. So I'm not sort of somehow claiming anything remarkable there. But I just feel like Smith's maybe the sixth best hooker at the moment. I think is doing better. I think, obviously, Farrah's doing better. Um, obviously, Damien Cook, uh, Josh Hodgson's doing better. Um, yeah. Cameron Smith, it's an afterthought, super coach-wise. He might get 100 here or there, but these other blokes are just churning out 60 70 80s, and Cook's churning out 90s and 100s just week on week. So yeah. Smith Smith's getting 40s. Yeah. I mean, Farrah had one low
0: score. And that was the injury game. You know? Yeah, and you are also um, got to take into account that um, Cam Smith does have a bit of a Achilles problem as well. They're saying he's okay, but how okay is okay. So it's one of those things you've got to think about.
1: 2018 is going to be remembered. as the year that the Supercoach you know, it was almost like a tidal wave. And all our old favourites just went on that wave and went out and our next wave have come through and from next year your Jairo's your Angus Crichton's your Damien Cook's they're going to be the guys that we're going to be talking about in the preseason. as you get yep. which keepers to keep there will be yeah, debated between picked. those guys first picked the, the Dvorovic brothers Um, you know the <laughs> obviously yeah. Thurston will be gone anyway Yeah, Smith it's, I don't think he's even going to be on the radar I think you know <laughs>
0: Yep, it might be um, a down, uh, one of those things that might just be the start of the start of the downhill for um, Supercoach um, CS9. Um, yeah. Underradar has a second question as well. He's chucked it in. He's just said, Milford or Widdup. he needs to play one of them. Help?
1: Well, we have to go to the predictor now. That's for this round. Are you talking? Because yes. I'll yes. use our one that, just to be a bit tricky that you can't get on the app. It's a little bit finicky, but you can type in the details and we'll see what we get from um, Milford, was it? Yes. So 49 this round, and that's based upon his average minutes, which pretty much is 80, and then a couple of 30s and then finishing with 55, so that's not great at all. Um, I think you might... I might suggest it's going to be better than that. 53.9, followed by a 67.56 and finishing with 95.
0: So, Gareth Widdop all the way. Yep, there you go. Widdop, don't go against... Widdop, Widdop, Widdop. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you've got a couple more here. Um, Eels Forever. It's just his best captain choice. He's gone, number one, safe in front, and number two, high ceiling Playing catch-up, so which is the best captain choice? A safe choice when the when the team's probably going to be winning the game, playing in front, or a high ceiling player um, who's playing catch-up. So I'm assuming he's talking about maybe a Penrith player or two yeah. there, or maybe
1: sinking catch-up in his matchup. So whether yes, that's true as well. I, I just feel Sorry, I just feel the point. The scores have been so high this year. Um, I think as super coaches, a you know, combination of that highest the higher salary cap maybe the players weren't valued high enough to start the season and therefore a lot of people have had a lot of room in their salary cap to make some really strong trades and get the best of the best in their lineups um, has meant that we're getting these huge scores and I just and, I, and, and the information that's out there is you know, we, we've been doing this for years now but so I have a few others even longer than us and then there's a whole bunch more you know it's just growing and growing the Supercoach community is fantastic and um, that information being out there I just think it just helps people in general just yep you know that's that to me suggests that you can't rest on your laurels and you can't take anything for granted you need to pick the guy the predictor says I mean I took kick out last weekend as my captain it didn't work out that great but he's still got a number that if you were playing it safe you'd be happy with it. you know yeah. so that's a guy yeah. that's a good example of a guy who has a high ceiling but also has a high floor Damien Cook we just said look I he's churning out 90s like but then he'll get 110 that's against Melbourne that's against the team that traditionally has been the hardest to score against yeah, exactly Super right. There was
0: coach. massive talk about people not playing Cook against Melbourne um, the week before, and he's just proven that that's just yeah, it'd be mad. That you just can't stop him at the moment.
1: I mean, isn't it funny, though, Ryan, that Cameron Munster puts up three figures a week before, and I was bullish. You cannot play Munster because literally Crichton has shut down everyone in that position, yeah. and he did it again but Damien Cook you can say safely i don't i don't care and i didn't put him as as vc i actually was thinking he'd be a good vc loophole but um the fact that the that i've got farrah and the and the two matches were on back to back i kind of went down and went well farrah plays first so i'll just play it safe we talk about playing so he goes yep. in and cook's on my reserve so therefore i couldn't use him as a VC, I ended up using Fafita as my VC and that obviously didn't work out for anything um, whether I would have still cashed out, I don't think so because I, I just feel like with the inform- glutton of information we have, I mean with all this the predictor stuff at the fingertips I don't see the point in not just going all out in you <laughs> for your captaincy choices, I mean you look at this round, and we mentioned it earlier but look at Nathan Cleary I mean, yep there's not a lot to lose maybe. there. And Damien Cook himself, you know, it is against the Roosters. They are the hardest to score against Supercoach-wise up there with Melbourne. So maybe you're saying, well, you know, I'm still worried yeah, well, about it. But you could do it. I mean, but Cleary, Truborovic, either of the Truborovic's, you know, Josh Hodson, I mean, probably not a lot of people own him. But there's some good names there this this round.
0: And that, and we haven't even mentioned the top predictor choice. Reece Martin? Yeah, you just got to have that. Have a real think about that kind of yeah that we say it every year, but risk reward kind of thing. Um, and yeah, if you're if you need to catch up, then you go a little bit a little bit more outside the box. If you're safe, if you think you, you're good and you're going to win, um, then look. I mean, look. Most of the time, you're going to stick stick your captaincy on Damien Cook. But if you need a point of difference from the team you're playing at this stage of the year in the finals, then um, yeah, you've got a lot of options there.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah.
0: Well, we have a question from Rocco. He says he has finished second in his league, which is good stuff. Um, he owns 20 guns um, and zero trades. Wow. Um, is this enough well. for finals? Now, he's used his last
1: two this round. Is that right? So yes. he could say. Yeah, um, he, he can reverse. I just feel like if overall isn't a concern, because obviously in overall you, know, you want to get your team settled, I think, and you, wanna, you don't want to sort of be holding back. Um, but if it's not a concern and you finish second, I'd probably try to nurse through this week and keep your two trades because even if you lose this week, you've got a second chance next week. If you can win yep. this week and you get next week off, you've got two trades left with two rounds to go, not many people are going to have that right. You know?
0: Yeah, you can like you are up. in a
1: really good position. Two trades left right now, or zero trades left right now, is pretty much par for the course, or worse. Two trades left with two rounds to go is ahead of the game. So you can totally flip your situation if you can somehow manufacture
0: a win this week without making any trades. Yeah, I, I fully... Endorse that strategy because that's yeah that'll give you the best the best chance um, and you might end up having that perfect scenario where you yeah. win this week have a, have a week off and then can just yeah pick and choose the players you want for the for the last few games. I mean
1: I know it can be a bit time consuming but last year through the super catch finals is what I did with the predictor. I just put in my team and and their team and you know I just watched. Looked at the predictor and which one is going to do better based upon, and that. If they have different guys in, well, then I'd say, well, actually, he might change his player to this, and it, and it doesn't help you with mid-round trains if if your opponent's being sneaky. But you're going to get a lot of information from just simply looking at his team from last week, writing down what the predicted scores are from from the from the predictor on the app. And, and your own and then you'll get a pretty good idea of if you're looking like you're going to win without those trades or if it's going to be close or if you, you're up against it and m- when you're doing mid-round trades when you're planning to do mid-round trades what, what you need to do is make the trades during the week and reverse them all your scenarios make them so that you can see how it's going to look in your life. you can see if you have to make subs because that if you're doing mid-round you might get tripped up by a sub playing earlier, yes. so you might have wanted to put your 5-8 back to fullback or a prop into the second row and be like, I can't do that now because they have played even though that wasn't the guy I was trading in or out. So just be aware of that side of things, but you can practice your um, trades um, that you're going to do for mid-round. Just practice them and reverse them and do all your scenarios and work out which game it is that you're going to need to make the call on and and just be all ready to go. Put an alarm on your phone, and do it. Uh, that's what I'd recommend
0: anyway. Yep, no, that's very good advice. I, I think, um, and I think yeah, that's the that's the way to go. Look, uh, one more question we've got. We've got uh, John Moriarty who has who's written in. He said, um, if you're currently sitting fourth relative to your mates, uh, should you pretend that you've lost the dressing room? And be and have been sacked by your CEO.
1: <laughs> is he coming first and playing for Is that is that the sort of the, the strategy here? Or is it he's trying to talk talk the game, talk a good game to to get a week off next week? That's good. That's gold. Nige Water. Yeah, that's good. Well that's, yeah. that's very good. All right. Well, if you are in. The um, finals this week. Well done to you. I'll be, of course, keeping an eye out with the All Stars and the Supercoach Pros um, Cup. I think there's a couple of cups this week, uh, this year. Prizes, potential, whether um, exactly how we're going to do it next year, but obviously if we're doing an app next year like we did last year, we'll, if you win the league, you get it for free. So good luck,
0: and um, it's all on the line, really, isn't it? Right? Yeah, exactly right. I mean, both finals, both leagues. So. I'm ready it's all,
1: up, it's all up to you Pete and I have bowed out Not even that gracefully So it is all up to you To hold the fort <laughs> Obviously if you do win You don't get the um, prize We'll give it to whoever you beat As we did last year I think Andrew and I Um, Got it, got it, so we gave it to third, which still worked (laughs) out, still worked out. Yeah, (laughs) All right, thanks so much, Ryan. We'll probably talk to you again in a couple more weeks, I'd imagine. We've probably got one more show to go before um, the last show of the year, or at least we might do the, the GF1 we might do with all of us, but I'm sure we'll hear from you again before then. Yep, I will be around. And I'll be back next week. Might have a special guest next week. We shall see. We shall see. Good luck again, as I said before. And uh, we'll talk to you again next Tuesday. I am Paulie G. Bye for now.